0: Today we're going to talk about the role of a chiropractor in helping you to recover following an injury. Hi, I'm Andrew Yacobelli. I'm a personal injury lawyer with Yacobelli Law Firm. And on this show, we talk about your rights and give you information to help you recover following an accident or injury. And I'm joined today by a chiropractor, Dr. Bertolo. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Dr. Bertola, tell us a little bit about yourself and your clinic and, and what you do.
1: Okay, so I am uh, the uh, owner of uh, Healtopia. We have a couple of clinics in the GTA. My main clinic is in Vaughan. Uh, we have a location in Newmarket, and we also have a location in Tottenham. We offer chiropractic services, physiotherapy services, along with registered massage services. Those are three main categories of therapy that we provide uh, when it comes to musculoskeletal Uh, type injuries, whether you sustain them in a car accident or uh, just in daily life. Okay. And you're a
0: chiropractor, right? I'm a chiropractor. Yes, I am. Okay. And so what exactly is a chiropractor? Just give us a little bit of background on what a chiropractor is and what their specialty is and their focus.
1: So I've been a chiropractor for 20 years, and essentially we deal with any musculoskeletal injuries related to the spine, but not exclusively the spine. So any injuries that may arise Uh, To the uh, Like I said, the musculoskeletal or joint system. And we are alternative healthcare, as they call it. Uh, We don't prescribe medications. We do it through soft tissue management, um, using electrical uh, modalities, physiotherapy-based modalities, and so forth.
0: Let's talk a little bit about somebody after an injury, whether it's a car accident or somebody maybe had a slip and fall.
1: The first role of a chiropractor or ourselves is what we do is we bring them in and we conduct a thorough history. And listen to the patient uh, about their complaints, what it is that's bothering them, how it's affecting their activities of daily living. And at the same time, through this history, we're we're looking for any yellow or red flags, anything that might appear sinister that I may have to investigate further. Okay. Okay. The first thing is we need to really come up with a diagnosis that we as chiropractors can treat. If it's pain arising from something we feel may not be musculoskeletal in origin or something that we can't treat, which would signify a red flag or a yellow flag, we would then refer them out to the appropriate specialists, uh, namely the family doctor as well in the province of Ontario. But essentially, key with chiropractic is the history taking of a patient who comes in in pain. Is it pain that we can treat? Is it of musculoskeletal origin? And we go from there. Following the history, we do a, a physical, and that will bring us to a diagnosis. And okay. then we'll come up with a treatment plan that allows us to move forward to get the patient better.
0: How would someone know whether they, sh- they should even contact you or whether they might benefit from a chiropractor?
1: I, we, I always tell prospective patients, even patients who call our office, um, they can really come in and see us for anything um, that is really bothering them when it comes to musculoskeletal care
0: right so physical
1: symptoms the general public they might be in pain they may not know where their pain is from that's for me to discern so if somebody comes in and they're having back pain or shoulder pain or neck pain and then at that point it's going to be my job to discern is it musculoskeletal or is it something else more nefarious that i need to refer out so somebody who's in a car accident for example a lot of the most common things that we see are Whiplash, uh, which is a umbrella type of diagnosis and a whole bunch of different physical symptoms can fall under that. Neck pain, mid-back pain, headaches, nausea, numbness and tingling down the arms, low back strains and sprains after a car accident and so forth. These are things that as a chiropractor person can come in, we'll do a history, we'll we'll do a physical, we'll ascertain exactly what we think the problem is and we'll put them on a course of care. Care in that respect, uh, when it comes to whiplash or soft tissue type of injuries can include, but not limited to, spinal adjustments, uh, modalities that help with pain management, uh, things like interferential current, TENS machines. We can use anti-inflammatory modalities that we use as chiropractors, ultrasound, laser, acupuncture, decompression therapy. So there's an array of tools that we use as chiropractors to really help people uh, when they sustain these types of injuries in car accidents.
0: And then you mentioned, sometimes there might be something more going on. So you mentioned, for instance, someone that has like numbness and tingling in their hands or, or things like that. T- Describe for us some of the symptoms that may be indicative that there's something else going on and maybe they also, in addition to a chiropractor, they might need to be explored by, you know, a specialist.
1: Something that just came up in my office last week, person presented with low back pain. Right. Severe low back pain, 8 out of 10 on a pain scale. Uh, Generally, we'll ask them, you know, how much pain are you in? 10 being the worst pain, 1 being the least. And this gentleman comes in and what appeared like a simple lumbar strain sprain, he didn't respond well to treatment even after the first visit. I'll always expect if it's purely musculoskeletal in nature, even after the first visit, a person should have some sort of relief, even if it's short-lasting. And this person came in after the first visit. I wasn't convinced that it was all just musculoskeletal in nature. I referred him back to the family doctor because I did suspect that it might have been kidney stones that caused back pain. And in fact, that's what it was.
0: Wow. So something okay. as simple as that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that wouldn't be common after an accident if they got back pain.
1: Well, it wouldn't be common after an accident, but who's to say that something like that can happen? I understand. They could have had some mild back pain prior. They get into a car accident. And, you know, you have all these underlying uh, issues.
0: Okay. So you talked about like some of these different tools that you use, like TENS machine. That's one I hear a lot about. What what is a TENS machine and what's it do? So
1: a TENS machine is actually a home unit that you can use at home that patients can buy on their own. And what that does is it helps to block or restrict pain signals going from the brain to the muscles and vice versa. What it does is sends electrical stimulation to sort of mix those signals out and gives the patient a sense of relief. And TENS units are usually only good for as long as a patient's wearing them. Okay? Okay. I don't use TENS machines too often in my office just because a person can do that at home. We'll usually give them a home unit. Interferential current works along the same premise. Therapeutic benefit of interferential current is it lasts longer than a TENS machine and it gets deeper into the muscles. So I find that it helps to decrease spastic muscles a lot better. And in terms of pain modulation, decreasing a person's pain and longer-lasting effects, an current is usually better.
0: And so now we're talking a lot about like in the immediate aftermath, but is there also, is there benefit from from the treatment that you can provide in terms of long-term sort of pain management?
1: Usually there's a multitude of factors when somebody comes in from a car accident. And these are things that may not always be displayed on the first visit. Okay? Right. So we treat the immediate after effects uh, of being in in a motor vehicle accident uh, to the patient to really help decrease their pain and make them feel a little bit better, provide them some comfort. As we move forward, if there's anything lingering okay, in the weeks and months to follow the car accident, we investigate those areas. And we use again, like I said, different modalities, because not everybody is the same, and not everybody responds the same to these types of treatments. And that's when we investigate further, and that's when we bring in the family doctors, we bring in referral to specialists if required, other diagnostic imaging, be it MRIs, CAT scans, x-rays, and so forth. These are not things that chiropractors can get referrals for themselves, we always have to refer out to the family doctor in the province of Ontario. Everything we do though is based on the best available evidence out there, and we practice what's called evidence-based medicine, and that has been going on for a number of years. I was taught that 20 years ago when I was in chiropractic college. Everything we do to treat a person, also using our clinical experience, is based on what we call evidence-based medicine.
0: You mentioned the family doctor, so so. Even the chiropractor's doctor, but a chiropractor, unlike a family doctor, an MD, is not prescribing medication. So that No, we point. are
1: a drugless profession, um, and that's why they call us alternative care. Yes. Our scope is based on musculoskeletal injuries, and that's it. That's why the diagnosis becomes so important. We are educated to identify musculoskeletal type injuries, and anything outside of that realm should be referred to a family doctor.
0: Yeah. And do you find, or do you think that chiropractic care can it can it help reduce the use or dependency of of, of medication for the pain management? Absolutely,
1: um, and that is irrespective of whether you're in a car accident,
0: or not right. That's what I'm asking.
1: Without a doubt, if somebody comes in uh, with an injury that we can treat. We can most definitely provide effective treatment without the use of pharmacological aids and so forth okay. from the doctor. Okay, and. If they do need that extra bit of anti-inflammatory or so forth or whatever it is, we can work in conjunction with that.
0: Basically, so they don't need as much of it, maybe. Exactly. Or
1: shorter duration. We just look to get somebody from zero to 100 in the fastest amount of time possible so they can return to their lives pain-free, functioning, and doing whatever activities of daily living that they need to do.
0: So in terms of, let's say somebody was recently in an accident or they recently sustained an injury, how important is it, is it for them to, to get treatment within a reasonable amount of time? Like what, what kind of time frame?
1: A lot of people I find wait it out, especially simple type of soft tissue injuries. Let's say somebody's involved in a fender bender and they're experiencing some pain, neck, low back pain, whatever it may be, uh, shoulder pain, whatever. You know, people tend to wait it out. They're not going to seek a chiropractor right away sometimes that's okay because it's up to the person to say if they to see if they start to feel better and a lot of times what i hear is you know as they go along after an accident in their daily lives they can't stand as long they can't sit as long they can't vacuum uh, like they used to they can't uh, do dishes they can't drive for long periods so all of these factors start to take into account days and weeks after the accident and that's when generally when they come to see me usually a couple weeks right after it's these things that sort of build up But if they're looking to put a claim into the insurance company, coming to seek care uh, is very important. A, we substantiate uh, the person's injuries. We substantiate what they're going through and what they're feeling. And we have to be uh, that person who is going to notify their insurance company as to what, hey, this is what this person suffered in the car accident. Because it's not enough. For them to complain to the insurance company without seeking medical attention, be it a chiropractor, be it a physio, be it a family doctor or whatever. Okay. You can't just complain and do nothing.
0: And usually if somebody does have, like, let's talk about like the spine. So the neck, the back, those sort of common injuries after either a fall or a car accident.
1: Typically, how often do you need to see them? Every plan is different for every person. Depending on the severity, how much pain they're in initially, I could see somebody as often as three times a week and try and reduce that from there, or I can see them uh, one to two times a week. Okay. So everybody really is different. It really depends on the amount of pain and how much impairment they have at the time we see them first visit and how they respond to treatment as well. Most people have busy lives. They have better things to do than come see me three to five days a week. They want to get care they want to get better and they want to move on so we really do try and get them better as soon as possible but that the the plan and treatment of care is very fluid with each individual person is there any
0: downside to waiting too? look can, can someone end up waiting too long for treatment is, is there any downside to that
1: the biggest thing uh, when it comes to treatment of these injuries and you want to treat them in a timely fashion is you don't want injuries to become chronic so, usually after eight to 12 weeks, we consider things being chronic. So, you don't want to wait too long because the longer you write out pain without getting it treated or without getting it looked at by a family doctor, chiro or physio, the worse off it'll be. You could be missing some things that you could have gotten better had you seek treatment earlier. Right. And we all know in this industry, uh, when it comes to car accidents specifically, seeking care early is better than not because you are going to be looked at through a magnifying glass when it comes to the insurance company. And that's just the way it is. That's, that's the system that we're in. So seeking care early as opposed to later is always beneficial for the patient.
0: Yeah. And also for your outcome in terms of the response to the treatment.
1: Exactly. And, and ultimately getting to 100% recovery for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: Now I just want to ask you about the chronic pain case because we talked about someone in, sort of in the immediate aftermath of a new injury. But what about someone who maybe had an injury, whether it's from an accident or some other uh, mechanism years ago? And, and and it's well recognized that now it's chronic and they've had the input of doctors and healthcare providers in that regard. Is there any role for for your services as a chiropractor in the sort of management of a, of a chronic pain case?
1: Most definitely, and chronic pain cases are difficult. Chronic pain cases usually come to us after years and years of this person being in pain, seeking different treatment modalities and so forth. Usually there's a team of specialists or doctors or different practitioners who help with these chronic pain type of cases. From a chiropractic perspective, we have a role to play in chronic pain, and that is really providing that patient with some sort of relief, whatever it may be, okay? So a person comes in with chronic pain, the treatment that we provide them, even it provides them transient relief or limited amount of time relief to get them better and get them doing things out in the real world where they feel some sort of relief from their pain is beneficial to them, no matter how long it lasts. Some people just need, regardless of where these injuries arose from, some people just need continuity of care where they come in, see a chiro, see a physio, get some treatment, and they can go on their day and they have decreased pain levels for a few days three four five right. a week whatever it is
0: so these are these would be people who it's, it's pretty well recognized they're never going to get back to perfect yeah they're never going to resort to no pain yeah what you're trying to do it is maintain it give them some sort of relief
1: we're just part of a team of specialists now looking after this person okay along with again physiotherapist, their family doctor uh, maybe a psychologist is involved. Maybe they're doing chronic pain injections at a chronic pain facility. We are just one cog in the wheel to help these people get back to some sort of normalcy.
0: Yeah, I understand. When it comes to, chiro- you know, just like any service industry, right? When it comes to chiropractors, physiotherapists, lawyers even, people have a lot of choice. There's a lot out there. What would you suggest that people were looking for you know, a health care provider, whether it's, a, you know, a chiropractor in particular, what should they look for? What, what, what do you think is important to consider when choosing a chiropractor?
1: You have to find a practitioner that suits you, that you can trust, uh, that shows a level of honesty, that shows a level of integrity, that you're comfortable with because everybody's different. And there's lots of good chiropractors out there. There's lots of good physios. There's lots of good lawyers out there okay? And then there's the other side. So really, when you're, when you're a patient, you got to look for somebody that you can get along with. And sometimes you don't find that on the first shot. You know, I get lots of patients coming into my office that have been through multiple lawyers for whatever reason. I've had patients come into my office that have come from other clinics that they just weren't satisfied with the level of care or treatment that they're getting. And that goes uh, across the board, be it whether it's an injury sustained in a car accident or some other uh, unfortunate incident, you have to find somebody that you're comfortable with. I always tell uh, somebody, Are you finding value in the care? Are you finding value in the time that you're taking out of your day to go see this person? And usually that's a yeah, good point. Uh, that's the yeah, yeah.
0: excellent point.
1: So essentially, when it comes to uh, patients who come into my office with injuries sustained in motor vehicle accidents, chiropractors, physiotherapists, we are usually the alternative healthcare practitioners uh, that submit tree implants to the insurance company. We are the first point of contact that let insurance companies know, or their, or the patient's insurance company, what, they, what happened to them, what they were involved in, the injuries, and so forth. All the other practitioners, massage therapists, acupuncturists, all that other stuff, they come after us. So we are the conduits that let insurance companies know Here's a claimant, your claimant, our patient, they were in a car accident. These are the injuries they sustained, and there are regulated forms that we have to fill out to let the insurance company know what exactly happened to this person.
0: Yeah, that's true. And that initial submission or those initial documents going in really inform the insurance company what they're dealing of with. what's going on. So it's important to have a clinician, a chiropractor, whoever it is that's that's going to take the time and actually listen to the patient. And explore all of the symptoms, all of the injuries they're experiencing, not just the ones that the chiropractor or the physiotherapist might be dealing with. Yep. Right. And I find that really important because sometimes there might be a whole host of symptoms. Absolutely. But the clinician is only concerned with those that they're treating. Yeah. And sometimes the other symptoms don't get recorded. So I think that's an important point.
1: It's very fluid, right? Each case is different, but each case is very, very fluid. And it's not black and white. What we submit in a treatment plan on day one could change as we go along in terms of treatment. Other things could come up.
0: Yeah. And for people out there watching or listening that don't know what a treatment plan is, uh, can you describe that? I know I could describe it, but from so your perspective. I mean,
1: essentially a treatment plan, a treatment plan is something that as a chiropractor, We devise for the patient themselves, but a tree implant is also a document that we submit to the insurance company to let them know here, this is what we found. We did a history, did a physical. These are the initial diagnoses that we've come up with from this. And here's a tree implant based on that information that we gathered. That tree implant can involve a whole host of modalities. Whatever we think at the time is going to help get this person better. And as we go along through the days, the weeks, the months, this can change based on new information, new symptoms from the patient, whatever it may be. Diagnostic imaging, referrals to other specialists. We're telling a story uh, about a patient who was involved in something, sustained a negative outcome from it, and we're just trying to get them better.
0: Yeah. And your expectation when you submit that treatment plan is that the insurance company is therefore going to approve it and allow your patient to start treating with your clinic.
1: Exactly. Even more important... Uh, I'm going to submit a document to the, to the insurance company that they're going to believe in what I'm saying and allow the appropriate care to take place That's with their claimants.
0: Now, what happens if they don't in those instances where the insurance company denies a treatment plan?
1: More oftentimes than not, unfortunately, uh, you do run into walls with insurance companies uh, because they have different mandates than as uh, we do as chiropractors, uh, let's face it, in this in this world, a patient who's in an accident, and I call them patients because they're my patients, or a claimant who's in an accident, they're just a number to the insurance company. They deal with thousands thousands of files a day, a month, whatever it is. I deal with one person at a time. It is my job to relegate the appropriate information to the insurance company to tell them, this is what this person needs, okay, from my experience, from who I am as a chiropractor, within my scope, talking to the insurance companies properly in a way that allows that person to get the appropriate treatment.
0: And if the insurance, so for instance, in that example, if the insurance company denies, okay. The treatment, what steps can a chiropractor take to try to get that treatment ultimately approved or to, or to show the insurance adjuster that in fact, the person does need this treatment.
1: It's all based on information. Um, a lot of times, sometimes my word isn't good enough. Okay. Uh, you have to outsource other practitioners. Family doctors, you need imaging for specific things. So, really, it's just having that dialogue with insurance adjusters to let them know this is what's going on with the person. And they have their job to do as well. And they might critique it by sending them out for uh, insurance examinations and so forth, which is fine. But at the end of the day, we're all just trying really to get this person better. And I'd like to believe. As much as I want to see my patient get better, they want to see the claiming get better as well. We may have differing opinions as to how that should take place, but whether the insurance denies or approves therapy for that person at the time, I'm going to do what I think is best in the patient's best care and in the patient's best interest, regardless of what the insurance's opinion at the time is.
0: I see. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. So if somebody's recently been injured or they need the services of a chiropractor, how can they find you?
1: they can either find myself our clinics uh were f- across social media Facebook Instagram uh we have websites we've been in business for over 30 years in Woodbridge um over 10 years in Newmarket and over 4 years in Tottenham so usually people will find us through referrals
0: okay excellent and we'll include your your contact details in the show notes as well perfect We hope you found this episode informative. If you have any questions or you wanna contact us, feel free to reach out anytime. Thanks for joining us, appreciate it. My pleasure.